here, as always, with co-publisher Marcello Yaya to walk you through this week's news. It is Thursday, September 13th, primary day. I am wearing a sticker with a suffragette because I have just come from voting, and you still have time to vote, and I hope you do. Our lead story by Sean Mulcairin is about the comprehensive plan that New Scotland has been working on, carefully surveying its residents, looking at the latest developments for good planning principles. And it was unanimously passed Wednesday night, last night, by the New Scotland Town Board. And illustrating it is a lovely picture Michael Koff took at the Baby Animal Days at Indian Ladder Farms, which is a perfect illustration of one of the things the new comprehensive plan hopes to promote, and that is agritourism. We have a story by H. Rose Schneider, who has been following the shared services for over a year, and in this latest version, um, there is a new an updated plan for various municipalities and school districts across Albany County, wherefore in the first three years, they will save an additional $1.75 million. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer writes about a $43 million capital project proposed by the Gilderland School District. It roughly breaks down into three, they're presenting it in three different parts, roughly 21000 for security and safety, and that has taken place at schools across the nation, lots more spending on that. Roughly $9,000 for efficiency, things like heating and ventilation systems, and then the rest for technology. Turning the page is our editorial with a splendid illustration by Carol Coogan. And if you look at it online, you'll see the red, white, and blue of the flag as part of this heart. And we have a donkey, of course, representing the Democrats an elephant representing the Republicans. And why are they wearing wings? Well, the editorial features an organization called Better Angels, taken from the phrase from Lincoln's first inaugural speech on the eve of the Civil War, asking Americans to appeal to their better angels. It didn't work. War Fort Sumter happened a month later, but we have a chance to talk to one another, and the editorial outlines the many ways we've become divided and seeks or urges Americans to seek what we have in common. We have a letter, again, from the president of the New Scotland Historical Association with what we think is a wonderful idea as part of the new comprehensive plan. This group is hoping to work on a historic preservation bill um, that could become part of that law once legislation is adopted. We got a letter responding to the story on our front page last week about the YMCA in Gilderland not showing CNN on the televisions in its exercise room and quite a strong response calling our coverage inaccurate, but also talking about her own experiences at the Y that she feels are very different from the sort of inclusiveness that was described by the leaders from the YMCA in our story, and we let them respond. Dr. Marie Wiles, who is the superintendent of schools for Gilderland, is writing to us seeking 
residents who would like to be members of a task force to investigate perhaps having later school start times, looking at the vast amount of literature there is on the need for high school age students to sleep later. That's something the Gilderland School Board has been discussing for decades, but it looks like a serious attempt to really wrestle that problem to the mat. And here we have two of the better angels that we interviewed in a podcast that is posted today. And we have um, a woman who identifies herself as blue, Riley Hart, and a man who identifies himself as red, Roger Collin. And we urge you to listen to their dialogue. Sarah Rogers has written her last column for us, um, for the community caregivers, and it's about the benefits of physical activity. John Williams is, of course, ready to enlighten and entertain us, and he has a guide to healthy sleep and <laughs> ideas on how not to make your bed. Will Horton turned 90 and his friends held a great party for him. We love the picture. Mark Hessler has written us again from Franconia, New Hampshire, having read about the rustic barn property. He thinks few people know about the history of Fuller's, which was once a thriving community there, and would like to see it be an open space, a sort of living museum to what was. Lots going on with the Altamont Village Board, covered by Sean. One of the complaints is about the um, railroad tracks being rough to cross and bicyclists have been injured there. It's hard on cars and drivers. Um, Sean had, since August, been contacting the DOT about that, getting rather vague non-answers. But this week, a spokesman said by the end of the month, by the end of September, that will be repaired. Many complaints from residents of Grand Street, uh, not so much about the sidewalk itself, this new sidewalk, as about the process. They weren't informed. Their historic bluestone was ripped up. And there's a sidewalk, of course, on the other side of the street. Finally, there is a new member of the town board. Madeline Mountain has stepped down to go back to school, the mayor said, and um, starting a new path in life. And so a new um, member was appointed. We have more on the pollution in the public water in Westerlo. Readers can remember there was bromomethane that was found there at levels that might be unsafe. And um, now they think that levels have declined. They may not need the filtration system, but it's still under discussion. Also in Westerlo, but across our coverage area where there are volunteer fire departments, there's some new requirements from the state that should help firefighters, those that are interior, go inside of a house during a fire if they later have cancer. But it's turning out to be quite onerous for those volunteer departments to raise the the funds that are required to pay for that. Sean has a lovely story on Encore Books, which um, here is Sherry Burgoon, a former Voorheesville teacher who, with her sister, Patty Miller, have... um, Sherry hatched it, and Patty followed through with the idea to sell used books in a special shed, and it's grown so that there are now two sheds, and it's just in time reopened for the upcoming used book sale. We have... um, Daniel McCoy, our county executive, signing into law a bill that expands the ban for restaurants and polystyrenes like Styrofoam, those containers you bring your food home in. And he, McCoy, with signing this, added an executive order that means county agencies will have to abide by that as well. Gilderland parents are being told they cannot drop their kids. Um, These are kids in elementary school and middle school off at a football game unattended. 
Rose has followed up with the expansion of internet in the hill towns and these areas that are covered dark and come into our coverage area are now going to, because of state funds, the phase three, Midtown will be bringing internet to those places. Our community calendar is birth scene with events and out and about and leading the way. You can watch tonight Wheel of Fortune where a Linwood teacher Brian Geary competes, and he was sworn to secrecy, so you'll have to watch to see how he did. The Bethlehem Chamber is holding its 33rd annual golf outing on September 17th. And the Mendelssohn Club, which is a very old, um, traditional men's choir, is looking for new members. The libraries are bursting with activities. Uh, Lama stopped by in Bethlehem uh, for an impromptu story time. And pianist Jacqueline Schwab will be performing at the Gilderland Public Library, and she is known um, for some of her work on public television. And this is our own Dennis Sullivan. He writes our Field Notes column. He's also the Voorheesville Village Historian, and he was the very first person in the Upper Hudson Library System to complete the library expedition. He's a 36er. He visited all 36 libraries and says he did it in three days. Congratulations to Dennis. Um, Rose has a story, um, continuing story about a Proposal to put a Dollar General store in Bern, and this is what the facade would look like and some of the plans. Planning board members were concerned about landscaping and enough room for recycling, and the Dollar General representative said she will deal with that. Here we have our fall home garden and car care with a stunning picture by Elizabeth Floyd Mayer of a restored Ford because Elizabeth wrote about (laughs) these Model T enthusiasts through generations, largely the Stewart family, but several others very committed. And here are some third or fourth generation members of that family working away. And um, they're they're boys that are not in front of a screen all day. They're mechanical, and they'd rather be working and fixing something. This picture I love of Mary Jane Safford, and she's a resident of Our Lady of Mercy Life Center, and the Model T group came over with some of their cars, including this particular car, which used to be hers. So I thought that was just wonderful. Then I got to write about a home and garden that were absolutely charming, owned by Kathy Gordon in Gilderland. And when she moved in, it was like a desert, she said, just sand and weeds. And she loves planting trees and flowers and has made it just beautiful, both front and back. And she's an artist. And her artist friends have, and this is one of her artist friends, have work like this tea set by a potter and this artwork you see on the wall all throughout the house and her favorite of all is her own rendition of what else a nest and this is the comprehensive plan in new scotland a very very thorough description of all the different things it involves strengthening economy engaging a community active and healthy living transportation choices protecting ecosystems, supporting agriculture, a model for other towns to follow. Lots going on in the business world. We have 
Zacharek named Vice President Atsumi Kobelskill. Reynolds named Lawyer of the Year. He's with Whiteman, Osterman, and Hanna. And uh, a woman who works from home in Altamont, Jody Rutledge, who was recognized for her work with Plexus. The story on, on the business page is by Sean, and the Gilderland Chamber of Commerce has surveyed businesses in Altamont and will be meeting with them. They're also looking towards expanding to Voorheesville and the Hilltowns. Lots of news um, of a legal nature. The blotter's arrest, as always. These two men, um, one of them from Altamont, were arrested in a counterfeit scheme that police have been working for months to crack. There was a tractor-trailer that struck a bridge on 9W, and the cargo fell off and hit a minivan. The driver survived uh, in the minivan. Um, Elizabeth Floyd Mayer wrote about a lawyer by the name of Sarah Kenny, who was arrested for uh, Leander's Law in Gilderland, that's driving with um, a child, a young child in the car, and she had her son in the car, and she this week was disbarred. She's a lawyer, how it affected her job. Um, this man has pleaded guilty to a burglary in Gilderland. We have a couple who was stopped at a safety check. Their toddler in the back seat was having her, her um, safety seat checked when she handed the trooper a bag of marijuana with paraphernalia for pot, the trooper say, and that led to child endangerment arrests as well as um, unlawful possession of marijuana. Eliezer Wildman a teenager, 16 years old, was charged with sex abuse at the public, Bethlehem Public Library. Our obituary page has three people this week. Leah Swint, a homemaker who enjoyed helping others as a home health aide. Frank Person, who's very well known in Voorheesville. He's a World War II veteran and active in all kinds of community affairs. And finally, Margaret Hughes, who lived for a time in Altamont and just was a tremendously creative woman, both um, with ceramics and, and making jewelry. And then the pictures by Michael Koff are of the ceremony at the Altamont Firehouse, which is an annual event on 9-11, 17 years after the fact, citizens are still turning out, first responders in uniform, the empty chair in remembrance of, of those who died that day, and a few words from the Altamont Reformed Church pastor, stop and hug a loved one, he said. Lots going on in the Hilltowns, reported by Alice Gibbs. Gilderland, as always, has events listed for each day. And Susan Kidder has given us her long list of upcoming rides on the yellow bus. And you're invited to go if you're 62 or over. State grants have been awarded to give housing for the homeless, and there are quite a few in Albany County, and we listed those places there. After we turn through our legal announcements, which are useful to find out about government functions, we come to Mike Coughland. <laughs> he went to the Family Farm Day. This was up at the Tom L. Farm in Bern this year. Second year Cornell Cooperative Extension has fostered it. Sean wrote about the farm earlier, and we just think some of these pictures are wonderful as kids interact with the billy goat and the cows, and we love that one. It's back to sports for the 
students in our area, and these are pictures of a recent game where the Voorheesville team played the Albany Academy team, and the Blackbirds won 5-1. to one. Congratulations, women. And on the back page, we have the annual Gilderland Invitational Meet, which for decades has attracted dozens of teams, and there was a Voorheesville meet at the same weekend, so they were down to, I think, 11 teams this year. Gilderland did very well. One team, a stalwart from Canada, always comes. Gilderland girls came in first, Gilderland boys, and here's the winning trio, came in second. This is um, Gilderland's Olivia Fanshawe, and she was the first Gilderland finisher. So congratulations, and enjoy your week.